discusses the five different sheetas who hold that a shinoi after the gausen steals something, or shinoi in various cases stays with the owner that the shinoi doesn't count. We try disproving that they don't necessarily hold that. And the Gemara discusses how we don't accept the returns from a goslin or from ribis. Where did that come from? We begin with Abaye, who says that Shimon ben Yehuda, Beis Shambai, Rebbe Dez ben Yaakov, Rebbe Shimon ben Elazar, and Rebbe Yishmael all hold that a shinoi stays with the owner. It doesn't now become property of the thief. Now, Shimon ben Yehuda, we saw yesterday, he was the one that said that. If someone dies, his racious hagez, he still gives it to the Kayan. Beishamai, we find in Tamura, we had this in Samachayam and Beis. And if someone were to give a zoina wheat as an esnan, and then the zoina turns it into flour or olives into oil, grapes into wine, so we have a machloikes, whether you're allowed to use these transformed materials as a carbon. Rabbi Yosef says, there's uh, Rabbi Yosef, who heard it from uh, Gurion, from Aspork, that Bishama is the one that answers it. He says that the Shinoi doesn't matter. And Mezhelal says it's mutter. Bishama learns from the Pasuk of Gam Shnehem to include even if there was a Shinoi done, it's still answered to be brought as a carbon. Bishelal uses the Pasuk Haim, meaning only these items are the Esnan not that which is it's transformed into. What does Bishamai do with Haim? He says it's Haim, the, the Esnan, but not the offspring. If he gives her a cow and then it has a calf, that's not an Esnan, that's a good carbon. Basil learns them both from Haim, the Shinuyim and the Vlodos. What does Basil do with Gam? That's that Gakasha to Basil. Now, where do we see that with the Ezra ben Yaakov holds that Shinoi doesn't matter? We see in a Brisa. And the Ezra ben Yaakov says that if someone steals a saw of wheat, if he grinds it up, eats it, and bakes it into bread, he should not make a bracha on the challah of this bread because it's disgusting. It was stolen wheat. The Pasuk says, Baitseya Berech Noatz Hashem. The fact that it changed doesn't make it not from the goslin. She knew it doesn't matter. Number four, Shemana Lazar tells us in a brisa, a klau, that any shvach, any appreciation that the goslin does to the thing that he steals, he gets the upper hand. He could either keep that shvach or give it back to the owner and say, I is usually used in context of it going down in value. If Shesh just explains that if he makes it go up in value, he can keep it. If he makes it go down, he ruins it a little bit. He can still give it back in its lowered state. I why can't he say that? Why can't the guy who got it stolen from claim it back? Even if it goes up in value, this is because of the Kanas Hashav and we want to encourage the Ghazlan to actually return the thing which he stole. So if it goes up in value, we say, look, you could keep the appreciation, just give it back. Now our fifth Tana who holds that Shinoi doesn't matter is Rabbi Yishmoel, him we find in a brace that says that the mitzvah of Peah 
is to take the pay off, separate it from the stalks. If you forgot to, then you still set aside the bundles. If you even forgot that, then even the piles are okay. But once you smooth it out, that's the Gemara Malacha. Now it's Chayav and Shumas and Maestris. Don't take Maestris off. Don't make that your pay Rather, take Maestris off and then give it for pay I mean, you shouldn't have to take off the Shumas and Maestris. But Rabbi Yishmael says that even if the entire wheat was processed so much that it's now dough. You can give the payoff from that. The fact that it was Mishunah, that Shinoi doesn't matter. You can still take payoff of it. And our puppet tells Abaye, why don't we bundle up the other four tenom and say they're all going in Shitas Beshamai. If it's all Shitas Beshamai, that Shinoi doesn't matter. So Abaye explains that they would all say that Beshel would agree to Beshamai in their case. Now, Rava says, maybe these Tanoim don't actually hold that a Shinoi in general doesn't matter. It was only in their specific case. Maybe Reb Shimon Ben Yehuda only said the case by dying because you can reverse dying. because Just add some soap and take out the color. So maybe that's why the Shinoi didn't matter. Maybe Beishamai only said that the Shinoi didn't matter when it comes to an Eslan of a carbon there. It's disgusting there. He said that the Shinoi didn't matter, but normally he say it would. Maybe Rabbi Lozer ben Yaakov by Chala, he, maybe he said the Shinoi doesn't matter. We're still Machmer because we're talking about making a bracha. You make a bracha, it'll be mitzvah ba'avera. And when it comes to Rabbi Shimon Lozer, talking about the Goslin's appreciation of the stolen item, maybe that was when he weakened, you know, an animal, for example, in a way that you could reverse it, make it healthy again. And maybe finally Rabbi Yishmael only said that Shinoi didn't work in his case by Peah because we have a special Pasuk by Peah of Ta'azoiv. This extra Pasuk of Ta'azoiv says that you give it to them even if you processed it into dough. Why don't we learn them all out from his Pasuk of Ta'azoiv? Nah, you can't do that because Matmas and Niyim are different. Like Rabbi Yonison says, why why does Rabbi Yishmael say that even, you know, baked paya is good, even though it's processed so much. We're not sure whether it's because he holds Shinoi isn't koine, or he holds Shinoi is koine, and it's just the special Pasuk of Tazoid. And even if you say that Rishmol holds that Shinoi is not koine, well, then what's the extra Tazoid teaching me? And according to the Rabbanon who hold that Shinoi is koine, What's that extra pasuk of Tazev by Pei teaching me? They would use it for the for for the brisa that tells us that a person can't be mafgir his vineyard so that he won't be chayiv and all the the mitzvahs that tulis baaretz and then just wake up the next morning and harvest it. He's still going to be chayiv and peret and peya. However, Tazev tells me that he's still going to be potter in meiser. But the meisa, the papa seems to have slugged up. They can't necessarily prove that these Tanoim hold. Chino is not koine. Next, Rabbi Yehuda Marshmall says that we actually paskin like Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, that a Shino is Now he's quoting Shmuel, saying to agree with this, but Shmuel says when it comes to a uh, Goslin who breaks the thing which he steals. He says the Goslin is stuck with it and he has to pay back like a brand new one. 
You see that he also Shinoi very much does make a difference. Okay, so you can answer according to Rava. Shimon Menelaus was talking about a reversible depreciation. So yes, a small holds like of Shimon Menelazar when it's reversible. But Abaye says that Shimon Menelazar is talking about where it was not reversible. So you can't split Shmuel. So Abaye would have to learn that Rabbi Huda quotes Shmuel saying that Halach is like Rabbi Shimon Menelazar. But that's his cheetah, not mine. I disagree. Shmuel doesn't agree with Shimon, Rav Shimon Menelazar. He taka holds that the Shinoi stays with the Goslin. Next, Rabbi Abba and Rabbi Yechanan says that even if something which was stolen gets changed, it gets ruined, broken, something like that, you return it the way it is. Even if it goes up in value. The Shinoi is not a Kenyan, because the Pesach says, No matter what, you return this item, no matter what happens since. Uh, what about our, 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 everything we've been learning until now, that a Shinoi is Kaina? That we only said because of the Konas HaShavim, that's Midar Abonon. But Midar Raisa, you give it back the way it is now. The Gemara says, wait, is that really a Yechon and Shita? Yechon goes like a Stamish. Now we have a Stamish now that says... By Rashi's Hagez, we've had this before, that if the guy dies, the Rashi's Hagez, the wool, before giving it to the Kain, he's part of this Shinoi is Kain. You see, Biachanan holds it, Shinoi is Kain. So Biachanan would say, well, there's a, a tzaddik, one of the Rabbanan, aka Rabbi Yaakov, he says that I was explained, someone explained to me, Rabbi Yaakov and Shita, where the guy stole something which is reversible. He stole pieces of wood which are very smooth. And he just, you know, clicked them together, but they could be taken apart. That's where you return it as is. But if there's Mama Shishinwe in a Hanami, he'll be potted from Rishis Hagez. Shinui is a Next, the Gabara tells us that things which are stolen or someone who borrows, uh, a gazlet, or someone who borrows with ribbis, if he tries returning the thing which he stole or the ribbis, we don't accept it from him. And in fact, if someone does, the Chachamim uh, are not very pleased with him. Rabbi Yechanan says that this was learned and instituted in the days of Rebbe. What happened? We have a Bryce that tells us the story of a certain person who wanted to do tshuva. He was stealing all these things. And his wife called him a reka and said, look, if you start doing tshuva, you're going to have to give back your belt. You're going to have nothing left. And this taka, she managed to dissuade him from doing tshuva. So at that point, the Chachamim said, look, we have to encourage guys, loan him to return what they stole. So he said, we're not going to take back Gazlonim and Ribis. And this way, they'll, they'll do tshuva. They won't have the lack of incentive. It's Meniyah. He could do tshuva without returning it. Now the Gemara asks, someone had their father leave the money by Ribis. Was Ribis money? Even if they know that it's Ribis, they don't have to return it. The thing is that it's mashma that the kids didn't have to return it, but the father did. I we said that you don't have to return ribis. The Gemara says, no, no, no. Truth is, the father also didn't have to return it. We only mentioned it, God bade the kids, because in the safe we're talking about the kids, that if the father had left him a cow or a talus, or any specific thing, that they have to return it because of the covet avim. So the Rachel also, we said it, God bade the kids. The Gemara says, wait, just because of Kavad Avim, they have to return it. The Pazak says, 
They only have to be mechabed, uh, someone who is doing maise amcho. He's following Torah mitzvahs. He's acting like a yid. Their father was being malva beribes. So the Gemara explains from Rav Pinchas that the father had done tshuva. Uh, if he did tshuva, shouldn't his father have given back the ribbis money already? Already, why are the kids being garrisoned in this? Oh no, he, just, he he did tshuva, but didn't have the time to actually give back the money until he died. He died before he got the chance to complete that part of his tshuva. And the Gemara continues in this vein, telling me it brings from the Gemara that someone that the the gazlin's thing which he steals and ribbis, even if he collected it. You have to return it. The Gemara says, one second. Well, what's he collecting? If he stole it, he stole it. If not, then why are you calling him a gazlan? Elamai was saying the gazlanim, a.k.a. those who collect ribbis, they have to return it. Those who loan with ribbis. The Gemara says, yeah, they are chayiv to return it. But just because they're chayiv to return it doesn't mean that we accept it. We don't accept it because of takona sashavim. They have to return it. Lord says, Yedei Shamayim. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.